Good morning. I greet you in the name of the Lord, God Almighty. I say you welcome to another um, edition of Spiritual Logic. And I pray that as we step into this new week, this day, especially um, starting it with getting um, knowledge from God, word from God, listening to Him and following His instruction, I pray that the good Lord God Almighty will bless us abundantly in the name of Jesus. He will increase and establish us and He will make all things good for us in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Um, this week and this morning, especially, we are going to be starting a um, relationship with God series, and um, basically, to start or to keep a relationship with anybody, you have to be in constant communication, and is the exact reason why we are going to be treating the topic, um, the subject prayer, and um. We actually we are going to be treating this um, subject of prayer for a whole lot of reasons, but firstly is to keep our communication um, relationship with God, and to actually make sure that we are actually in communication with God. Because if we think we are in a relationship with God and we are not in communication with Him, or if we think we are in a relationship with just anybody at all, whereas we are not in communication with Him definitely we are going to have a problem the relationship will just fall apart because the person will be wanting or willing to talk to you or the person might actually be trying making attempt to talking to you okay for instance um i think i saw a particular movie some times ago when um someone i think someone was in prison and that individual kept sending letters out and you know they are um somebody's husband was in prison and he kept sending letter out from the prison to the wife the wife kept trying to send letter to the husband in the prison and because of certain conspiracy for one reason or the other um the warden in the prison kept um both letters from breaching both parties and for that reason, the one in the prison felt like she abandoned me. And this one outside the prison felt like I write him severally and he refused to write back. And that just ended everything in between the both of them. And I want to tell you as a matter of fact that this is a typical definition of um, the relationship between God and most of us most of us and God. That is exactly um, the best way to describe our communications with him. A lot of us are absolutely, I can, and I can tell you this because I know of certain times in my life when um, it was obvious that God was trying to talk to me, God was trying to lead and direct me, but I was not sensitive to his words, to his voice enough I um I wasn't my spirit wasn't sensitive enough. I I I failed to actually um get the way to actually identify and hear his voice. So and it actually um led me into a lot of um problems. It I, I got tormented severally by all these things, it led me to a lot of traumas and pains and 
whatsoever you can call it until when i actually figured out um how to un- identify and understand that voice that voice of christ and um it is the same way a lot of us also from the reverse angle when we try to pray to god when we try to communicate with him a lot of times we we actually well it is obvious if we ask ourselves are those um prayers actually answered do we actually get reply um answers for those prayers um absolutely not and as a matter of fact whatsoever it is it doesn't matter how long it is that we actually pray for that for that thing and how consistent we actually are about that thing but the moment um we actually do not get the reward or reply or answers to that prayer definitely we have not been communicating with god because god is a faithful god there is absolutely no prayer god will hear from us that he will not answer because that was what he said he was going to do in his word and he is not for no reason for he said in the book of mark chapter 11 24 he said for this reason i'm telling you whatever you ask for in prayer believe trust and be confident i'm reading from the from the amplified version that it is granted to you and you will get it it is it is as simple as that so um i we need to know that if we now get to pray and we actually do not get answers to our prayer then it is definitely because we are doing t- or we are presently doing something wrongly when it comes to prayer we are it is either we are um um those people he described in the book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 5 as the hypocrite um or we have actually haven't just been praying at all but trust me it is definitely because we um, fall into the category of the people he called the hypocrite in the book of Matthew chapter five, Matthew chapter six, verse five. Matthew chapter six, verse five. We definitely must have fallen into the category of those people because he ended that particular verse by saying they already been paid in full. So it means that, um, well, these individuals, no matter what they do no matter how much uh, how consistent they seem to be with their prayers um as far as i am concerned they already have their reward that is what you're saying because as far as uh, um this is how they pray and this is how they want to continue to pray and this is how they are going to pray at all times i absolutely have nothing to do with them that is what he's saying let me read it to you so that you can understand he said when you pray do not pray like the hypocrites he said they love to stand up in the in the prayer they lo- um, sorry let me read it again he said when you pray do not be like the hypocrites they love to stand up and pray in the houses of worship and on the street corners so that everyone will see them I assure you, they have already been paid in full. What he, Jesus Christ is saying is this. He's saying, is, this is more like the, um, you know, 
certain times when we want to buy certain things or sign up for a certain um account or program or anything especially on the internet there's always this sort of disclaimer notice and um terms and conditions um i think this is exactly what um the book of Matthew chapter 6 actually did to us it gave us the terms and conditions of prayer hallelujah and um the this verse 5 is actually the disclaimer notice concerning um prayer and it's saying that for as much as those that will pray with this kind of mindset with this kind of reason with this kind of ideology if anybody will pray having it in mind to show off having it in mind to flex their muscle having it in mind to to exercise themselves religiously to make people oh, think highly of them trust me these people absolutely have nothing to do with me because what he said was that they have already been paid in full he said the moment people see you you know a couple of times i've heard certain um especially when while i was on campus i've heard g's and I don't, know, I don't know why, but it actually didn't move me back then at all. Like, I just felt like, what is all this? Are you people really serious at all? Um, as I heard about, okay, this particular individual from this particular fellowship prayed for five hours. And uh, another person will now ginger and say, okay, if that brother can pray for five hours, I am definitely, I'm definitely and certainly going to pray for eight hours and the person will now go to the chapel and will start praying and they will pray for eight hours and man the next person will pick it and he will challenge himself to pray for 11 hours and and it goes on and on and on and on and on and on like that that someone actually prayed for 24 hours according to what i heard to the glory of God, I wasn't any part of this, and because it kind of like, what is wrong with you people? I just didn't feel right about it. It just doesn't sit well with me. Um, it wasn't because I understand anything at that moment, but it just seemed like, please, I'm not um, in for all of this. But coming across the scriptures, then I got to understand that if the reason why i'm praying okay for let, let's take a look at it like this if god had instructed me that oh my son come i want to spend 24 whole hours with you i want you to be in my presence for 24 hours for 24 hours you're not going to do anything else you're not going to hear from anyone else you're not going to do nothing but fellowship communicate pray and be in my presence because I want to do something miraculous in your life. I will understand that. And even as a matter of fact, it will not just be me praying for 24 straight hours. No. As a matter of fact, it's going to be definitely, it's going to be God speaking to me. Okay, this thing, this thing, this thing, this thing. Oh, is it? Is that so? Okay. Um, me too, God, this thing, this thing, this thing, this thing, that is what I'm praying. Then me too also, again, I will listen and, you know, 
it is going to be as a matter of fact it's going to be a very beautiful i wish um, i can actually add this moment but i'm not going to initiate it except he asks me to it's going to be a very sweet and wonderful moment in fact it definitely will be the best 24 hours of my life because i'm going to be um in the presence of god you know what it takes to be in the presence of god for 24 hours but definitely not the way um my brothers did it now to confirm what Jesus Christ was saying, they said they love to stand up. It is, it is, it is an addiction. It is something they love to. It is something they, they enjoy. It is something they, they do deliberately. It is something they do just for the sake of doing it, not because they are doing it um, because God asks them to do it or because they are doing it. Um, or, or they are not doing it because they love God that much that they don't want to leave His presence. They just want to stay there. He said they love to stand up in the, and pray. They love to stand up. They love to stand up. I think I think a lot of things that Jesus Christ was saying here are kind of metaphorical in nature. And that stand up, if you are, if you stand up, definitely if someone is standing up, it definitely would be like number one, a decision. Number two, um, an action to get notice. So that means they pray a prayer of what people call notice me in the church, in the fellowship, wherever you want to call it. And on the street corners, you, you see, they are now they now make um you know, I have I think um there was a certain day uh, one woman in my church actually misbehaved with her neighbor and um the neighbor came to the church to report her. I really love those people for coming to report her in the church. Though they actually, she actually scared them, and they were actually scared for as a matter of fact. So they had to run out of the church and say, "Okay, please, so help us to beg this woman." No, I think she's about to mess up our life. Um, what actually happened was that, and that is exactly how a lot of people behave. Okay, I think I saw this certain woman one day in a store. And she was about to open for business that morning, and she stood there at the entrance of her store. And I figured how that was how she um, she practiced. That is a regular practice every morning that she would stand at the entrance of her of her store and pray for like one hour or there about casting and binding and doing all sort of things and all sort of things that you know. It's this kind of a thing kind of get us unnecessary attention. Unnecessary attention. It is those are the things it gives us. It is not like it is wrong to pray when you get to your store in the morning or to your shop or to your office. No. But you don't really have to do it in a in a in a way that the next your neighbor will feel threatened. And most of these people while they pray, they pray a kind of prayer that um that um that implies a lot of things that's that is very suggestive they suggest a whole lot of things in their prayer they you know even their neighbors are going to be feeling very guilty and bad about themselves just because they are praying i'm telling you it is the word of christ it is not me that is saying it jesus christ is saying he absolutely have nothing to do with you those prayers are just a waste of time.
they are basically waste of time they are not going to give you any reward at all you are not going to get any reward for such prayers there's and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it except you change except you stop praying like the hypocrites that love to pray or that will not just pray except they know they are going to be noticed that they will not take their time or attend to pray except they know people will encourage we, we applaud them they will not pray um except they they feel like okay let's show these people that jesus is my god that i am a christian i am untouchable nobody must come close to me she actually insulted me yesterday she hide me in the compound i will show her with my prayer and you wake up in the middle of the night and you start praying and you start praying and you start praying that was exactly what that woman did that was reported in my church she she had quarrel with her neighbors and in the middle of the night she started praying and started calling their names in prayer telling god do this to them do this to them do this to them that was how those people ran down to the church evil prayers actually so they had to run down they ran down to the church to reporter and let people know uh, the elders in the church know that okay this is what this woman is trying to do to us so please come and rescue her from our i think <laughs> you are the only one that could talk to her since she's a member of this church jesus christ already said it those people they have their reward already that that kind of a woman our reward is those women actually being scared of her which actually did not last and as a matter of fact Coming to reporter, embarrassing her, those are the kind of rewards she's getting. I don't ever want to believe that anybody can, you know, consistently serve God, pray to God for one year, two years, three, four, five, six, seven, to as much as 20, 30 years and more. And there is actually no tangible changes and difference in their lives. Trust me, it is definitely because of how they pray. It is because they have not been meeting the terms and conditions of prayer. We, we cannot claim to be praying to God and... Um, try and also make sure deliberately make sure that we we break every principles or go against every principles that christ has laid down for us in prayer tell me there's no way there's actually no way someone wants to pray for let's say one whole hour one hour straight you want to pray for one hour straight one hour and you will not have to make repetitions and what the Bible actually called it was vain repetitions. He said he hates it, but we kept on doing it. And, you know, that is one of the things I have actually observed. As a matter of fact, it's so bad that we have, you know, we actually do it with ourselves. Amen. You know, 
I'll tell this person I don't like this thing, but that particular individual we kept on doing that particular thing that I said I don't like. Okay, fine. Now, even if you don't even have respect for me, shouldn't you have respect for God? Now we still go on ahead to behave to God or with God in that particular manner. God said, when you want to pray, don't do vain repetition. Well, I know certain people that they well, why they are praying, they just like uh, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, Baba, she, she, do it, pray, pray, ah, ah, ah. You know, sorry, this might sound like I'm actually attacking a particular denomination, but that is how they pray, and I'm like, okay, what exactly is wrong with these people? Jesus Christ said, vain repetition, as a matter of fact, you know, I, if I'm going to actually um, analyze that scripture that says, I don't want, make sure you don't, make sure you avoid vain repetition. I think it actually means that the moment you tell me about something, as far as you are telling me that thing in good faith, in the, in, within and observing the principles and terms and conditions that I have laid down for you as for prayer, forget it. Once you have prayed about it, once you have told me about it, already I have done it. That was why that was why I was saying avoid vain repetition because it will make no changes. As a matter of fact, I think the highest number of days we need to pray about anything, and even if we are going to go that long to pray about anything. It is definitely that we need to pray that, uh, um, do that prayer in the Holy Spirit, in spirit, in the sense that the Holy Spirit will broaden that particular subject, that particular need, that particular topic in our heart, in our spirit, and we get to, you know, pray about it very well in diverse ways that we even have get, get we will even be able to receive and get more understanding about that particular thing that you know in the process of that prayer we will also identify and understand a lot of things that we would apply into our lives or we will inculcate into our life that we actually bring that the result of that prayer or that we maintain the result of that prayer or that we ensure the result of that prayer i will explain more on this on on wednesday when we uh, when we come back i will make sure i do that on wednesday when we come back but because i'm, I'm going to round up at exactly 30 minutes this is 22 minutes already i'm going to explain that very well on wednesday that is the only reason why we must pray for more than a day about a particular thing. Trust me, um, there is more for us to hear from God. There is more that we need to hear from God than God has to hear from us. And that is... Um, all we are going to be talking about today, um, maybe on Wednesday. Okay, on Wednesday, I'm, I'm going to explain that concept of praying for more than one day. You know, um, God is not a wasteful God. He's not a time waster. And he definitely, um, he does, he, he will, as much as he will not waste my time, 
he doesn't like to waste his own time as well. A lot of times when we claim to be praying, we pray about a lot of things that we don't, some of, some of the things we pray for are actually things that we actually do not need. Please, I want to say this to you once and for all. Except God actually asks you to pray about something, don't bother wasting your time praying about it. Because it is part of um, that principle. I think we are actually we might actually have to <clears throat> drag this subject of prayer for more than a week. Probably it's going to take it's going to take us two weeks to actually be able to discuss this thing very well because it is getting broader and broader um, in my spirit right now, and there are a whole lot of um, pitfalls, a lot of important. Um, um, terms in this subject of prayer. There are a lot of things that Jesus Christ has actually said. Okay, like for instance, when he asked us to pray in the book of Mark, he told us to pray in his name. And a whole lot of us, as a matter of fact, the entire church, we have interpreted that to um, to making sure that when we want to pray, we shout in Jesus' name, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, in the name of Jesus. I'm sorry. If that actually is what he was saying, our prayers will have been effective. You know, I am. I like to be very pragmatic. I've learned that. I've inculcated that into my life over um, the years, and I believe for a fact that. If at all, all our prayers that we have been praying had actually be in terms and the conditions that Christ gave us to pray, our world would have been a better place. I heard of a couple of people that, um, Christians in the United States, that gathered to pray when um, they were about to pass homosexuality into the law. They gathered. They stayed in the room. They pray. They held prayer conferences, prayer retreats. Even some even went as far as staging a protest, so that homosexuality will not be passed into law. You know what those people are doing? They are, they are actually, they actually. Um, trying to cajole God because of what he said in the book of Second Chronicles that um, if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves, will change their ways and they will pray to me, I will answer them. But they actually, and that is what most of us, that is what we do. We will ignore the first, we will not humble ourselves, we will not change our ways, but we will jump ahead to calling on God's name in prayer, expecting him to come down and heal our land. Trust me, trust God. If, um, as a matter of fact, you know, I actually said that to some people recently. I said, there are a lot of things that we should have done at the right time. And if we had done a lot of right things at the right time, there wouldn't have been a reason 
for us to pray most of the prayers we waste our time praying if believers in christ have actually lived up to the um to the expectation of god over their lives if they have actually taken posters to ensure and to make sure they do a whole lot of things from the beginning Let, let's say as far back as um when was homosexuality passed into law in america i think that was about maybe 2016 or thereabouts if they had done if they, if they had decided to do the writing from let's say 2010 or 2008 or 7 and they decide to start doing the writing from that moment up to that 2017 when that thing was decided to be passed into law throughout the united states of america as a matter of fact they wouldn't have thought about it a lot of times we are the reasons why we waste our time to pray we are going to i pray god will help us i pray he will give us wisdom and understanding to actually um discuss this thing very well accurately and to actually pass the message down and you will also help us to understand it as we listen to it all i'm trying to make us or make sure is that when we pray we actually get the reward for it we actually get answered uh, answers for those prayers god um, when we will pray um our prayer uh, okay let me put it this way i just want to make sure that our prayers are very very effective and in line with the will of god i pray that the lord god almighty will help us in the name of jesus as we start a new week he will lead us through he will make our days and our week fruitful in jesus mighty name amen